Hi. Hello. I'm Kia. And I'm Florence. And this is awkward. <laughs> oh my gosh. And this is Melanin. In medicine. Woo. So, um, we're going to start off this episode with announcing our winner for our MCAT giveaway. Woo-woo. Yeah. So, thank you guys so much for being involved in our giveaway. And the winner is... My underscore med story. So, congratulations. We are contributing to your uh, MCAT success, and we're sure you're going to do amazing. So, uh, we'll be in the process of shipping that and paying that shipping and handling. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be solid. So, um, we'll start off this episode now that we've announced our winner. Oh, and if you lost, it's okay. We're going to have plenty other giveaways, so keep listening. Keep, uh, you know, participating in our shenanigans because, you know, we're worth it. Yes, we just want to give you guys all the supplies and all the necessities you need to succeed and be wonderful and great human beings. Yep, true story. So, um, on that note, uh, we're going to start with our Elders Elevation. Awesome. So, our Elders Elevation this week is, when you can do the common things of life in an uncommon way, you will command the attention of the world by George Washington Carver. Cool. Shout out to the Carves. Um... He's amazing. He did great. Wow. Party fail. Okay. Um, he did great things. So, yes, with that, we will do our interview question as well. So, uh, this week's interview question is an ethical one. And it is... Let me locate it. Yeah, this week we're focusing on an ethical question for you guys because I feel like those are the trickiest. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. The, it's the usual one. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> if you have a patient who needs a blood transfusion um, for like like emergent blood transfusion and uh, denies for religious purpose or, you know, like cultural beliefs, um, how do you handle the situation? You know, what do you tell the patient? So this is like the staple ethical question. This and like the child patient, you know what I mean? Um, And I think they really just want, you know, with the ethical questions, it's kind of hard because there's no quote unquote right Right, answer. um, As long as you're not like just send them on their way kind of thing. But they want to make sure you're a good person. Yeah, and they want to see that you can reason and think just because a lot of the times being a doctor, you have to quickly think on your feet. Yeah, and put your biases aside. That's also something they want to see. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, they want to make sure that you're able to do that. So, yeah, and that's huge in medicine also because you don't want to, like, influence people based on your own beliefs. That's very true. You're a jerk if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mahoney messages. We have none, but I have a feeling we're about to have a lot of angry emails soon because <laughs> some people mad that they lost. So if you lost um, and, you know, you have words for us, just email us and we'll read it on the show. <laughs> uh, but no, really, though. Um, yeah, email us at melaninandmedicine02 at gmail.com if you have any questions, um, if you have anything you'd like us to share on the show, any experiences in medicine. Um, we have a lot of good support, so shout out to our support. Yeah. Y'all really be caring. Um, so thank you so much. We have so many countries that are listening. Uh, we can see that on uh, SoundCloud, and one of our top countries that has listened is Brazil. That's interesting. So shout out to whoever's streaming us in Brazil. Thank you. If you're trying to fly your girls out. We're ready. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, because I'm trying to go for Rio. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
So um, there's that, but also we're gonna start with our stepping stones. So we wanna still hit some MCAT stuff, so today we're kind of mixing it up um, and adding some MCAT into it. And this one is the Kim Fizz strategies that we used. Now, I'm gonna preface with neither of us got a 528, uh, 90 percentile, not, none of that. We Preach. Are not, we are not the tutors for the MCAT. We should not be your only sort of advice. Oh, that's, that's a very good point. <laughs> We're just here to tell you the things that we did wrong and wish we could have changed and done something different. Right, so. right. So, uh, you know, take what we say with a grain of salt, our little <laughs> strategies, they work for us, but you know, hey, they worked for somebody. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> um, MCAT strategies we use for Kim Fizz. First of all, pray. Second of all, oh my god! <laughs> Second of all, I was like that. I was telling Keith before we started this. That was my worst section. Like that was the section I was like, if you can get through Kempis, you're amazing. Wow. See, I was like that with cars. Honestly, uh, no, uh, I hated Kempis. Oh god. So anyone who hasn't taken it, it's not that bad. I just like <laughs> numbers and words together. Just and I feel like the math involved. Like yeah. that really stresses people out. And, like, I don't know, to me, like, biology is just so conceptual and, like, you can, it makes sense. But Kim, I just. Mm. Mm. So, for, well, I was very fortunate. I would suggest this for anybody who isn't um, doing a post-bac also. So, maybe anyone in undergrad. Do your math without a calculator. Just, yeah. like, do that for a solid six months before you even start studying for the MCAT. Because yeah, that's a good point. If you can even do, go online, find some, like, child, you know, trigonometry, yeah. stuff like that. Watch YouTube, but learn math without a calculator. That's so true, because, like, on the chem phys section, there's a lot of, like, simple math that you learned in high school, and you know how to do it, but it's just, it's been since high school, so. Mm -hmm. Or, like, logs. Refreshed. Yeah, logs, yeah. yeah. We had to learn that in my post program. I was, I was, did you guys have, like, a math class? We did. Okay. Okay, so in, that's another thing about post bags. We're we're biased with those, but, <laughs> but yeah. So um, we had a math class specific, you know, for what you would need to know, the level of math that you would need to know. So we did everything from like you know addition, subtraction, div division, things like that. But then we also went up to trigonometry and logs. I think yeah. we stopped at logs. Um, we did, you know, algebra, all of that without a calculator. That's a good point, because at the beginning of our post-bac program, we were doing, like, easy stuff, like, adding equations and, like, dividing, and, like, we all used to be super annoyed, because we're like, we'd rather just be studying, like, MCAT stuff, exactly. but it comes in handy because you're practicing, and, like, on the MCAT, when you have to do it in a timed manner, mm -hmm. it makes it a lot easier if you know how to do the basics. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that I did wrong with um, the first time I took it, I didn't think about math. I didn't either. Like, I think I, I just agree. dismissed any math problems. You know, yeah. you just be like, which number you're going to pick or which letter you're going to pick for a math problem and then move on. You know what I mean? Yes. And that can, though, you're playing yourself. Because it's easy. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's an easy point. If you know how to do it, it's like, why not get that guaranteed, you know, answer? Yeah, that's then, true. You know, they put them wrong answers on Yeah. It. Yeah, Kia's right, because there was... I can't remember. I can we can post on our Instagram. There's a the like a math website for specific MCAT and like okay. this lady has like YouTube videos. Oh yeah, is it Leah or Leah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both watched that. I watched all those. I was like, she made it so simple. Shout out to her. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, Leah so people, Sci Fi or something. Yeah, look it up. She literally has all the math that you simple math that you have to do on the MCAT mm -hmm. and break down videos. So girl, that is so funny that you were using that too because I was like on there like, okay, girl, I got this quiz in the morning. <laughs> that's crazy I used it yeah but it's I, I didn't like I hated doing those little math worksheets and I, it makes a lot of sense like 
That's crazy. So mm. start with the math for sure. Um, equations suck, but if you know what they're for, you know, you can kind of pick out your variables from the passage. That's true. So that makes it really helpful because yeah. like a lot of times on the MCAT, they'll give you, so they'll give you an equation, right? But you never, I feel like you never use the equation they give if, you in the passage. If you use the equation, it's to figure out something else. That's true. Not the answer. You know what I mean? Like mm. they'll ask you a question and it'll make it seem like, oh, I need that but really you just might need to use the equation for a certain variable in another yeah. equation yeah oh they're yeah. so tricky but you have to realize that so if you know like okay this is what they're asking first of all and you know all of your letters know what they mean know what your variables stand oh. for you know what i mean because if you know you know velocity oh god don't check me because it's been a while but if you know like velocity can be phrased as another thing or like the, oh yeah you know, oh that's a very acceleration can be phrased as another thing because yeah. acceleration is oh god time and velocity involvement so <laughs> so if they say like something like that or or deceleration can be phrased in a different, different way. way so if you know your variables to the point where you're like okay, I know what they mean by saying this. They're talking about acceleration. Or yeah. I know what they're saying by this. They're talking about volts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you can kind of see where they're going with stuff like that. You see patterns in what they're going to ask for. And that's kind of how you get to the point where you can figure out what they're going to ask. Like, yeah. once you already see those variables, you're like, oh, I know for a fact they're going to ask me about this. I hated currency. I hated currency, resistance. They were the bane of my existence. And hated what <laughs> girl i hated the whole section <laughs> <laughs> and literally like every time i saw the stupid picture of a square and it had some little kinks in it i knew see i, knew. I hated lenses and oh girl that was a whole thing lenses was stressful yeah. too and honestly if you i dedicated every week i dedicated to memorizing equations yeah. and so i would like and mind you i'd studied for like six months for my mcat so i had time like that but um, every week have a set of equations or go by section. You know what I mean? So yeah. Your lenses equations, your uh, capacitance and like electric, I guess. Yeah. Circuits. Equations. Yeah. Because like for me, I think I said in pr the previous episode, it, physics is like really challenging for me and I don't understand it conceptually. So for me, I just memorized every single equation for physics. Yeah. Just so if I saw it on the test, I'd be like, okay, they're talking about this. Mm -hmm. And then I'd refer to that equation and then I was able to work out that problem just mm -hmm. because I knew the equation. But don't do that. Actually <laughs> try and learn it. Yeah, because you'll yeah. kind of, even though you know the equation, you know what I mean? You'll look at that equation and be like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lord knows I did that too. Oh, so one strategy we both said we yeah. used was um, the brain vomit. So oh, yeah. that's what I call it. Oh yeah, yeah. So before, okay. So before you start the MCAT, there's like a how tutorial. Long? Yeah, tutorial. It's like two yeah, it's a two, I think it's ten minutes. Yeah, it's like ten it's minutes. A ten minute yeah. tutorial. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. And Don't quote us on that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's basically the MCAT tutorial. So yeah. So it's for don't go into it like. Before you take the MCAT, all the practice tests you have will have that tutorial. So at least mm -hmm. go through it one time just so you know how to use, like, the highlight and, like, mm -hmm. the mouse and all the functions so that when you get to the test, you can do what we did. Right. So oh, what now, we did. The whole week before my exam, this yeah. is what I practiced. I took 10 minutes 
and I would write out as many equations as yeah. I Yeah. So practice. Do not make the the real thing. The oh first yeah, time yeah, yeah. Do Don't. This. Yeah, because I literally on mine, I would I had like mine sectioned mm-hmm. so that it made sense mm-hmm. and like literally take those ten minutes and I would just write down everything I could think of, Every like equation ever. absorbance frequencies, like the color, so that if you get to a question, you don't have to waste time to try and think about it because your brain's gonna be so tired at some mm-hmm. point. You're gonna be trying to read the passage, understand it, and that. But if you have that stuff already written. And down you just have to look at it like oh it's right there and then you just answer the question really fast Absolutely. it saves you so much that was like I think for me once I started doing that at the beginning of my practice test that increased my chem phys section so much mm-hmm. you want to know something wild I didn't start doing that until like midway through my studies like oh, really I didn't, I didn't even apply to me like I was just like someone oh. told me that like early and I was like okay but I thought it was that. risky. I was just like, oh. Oh. But then I tried it, and I was like, you've been playing your right? this whole time. Yeah, and literally write down any, like, if you have terms in the psych social section that yeah. you're like, oh, I might forget. You have 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, just spit everything out. Yeah, use that 10 minutes, because that's the only 10 minutes that you really get. Yeah. For, for, I mean, unless you want to use your break. But but I don't think you can, can take you the, I don't think you can write during your break. Unless you, like, go back in early, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you sit there. But yeah. use your break to have a break. <laughs> to have break, right? <laughs> um, yeah, most definitely. Oh, I guess we can talk about what we do with our breaks. Or like oh, how we plan yeah. our breaks. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, guys. We kind of had a, <laughs> a miscellaneous section for our stepping stones. <laughs> so we just filled it. Yeah. Um, but strategies for campus. Did you use any other ones? That was my biggest one. And just make sure the sheet that the, they'll give you a book. Just make sure it's organized. I think that was the biggest thing. Like, if you, I did mine in an organized way, just so if like I did, you don't want to write the equation down, have a ton, and then be like, oh, where is right. it, and then waste time, time trying to find find where it was. So, mm-hmm. and that's goes to back to do it, start practicing that early, mm-hmm. so that you have like a routine when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, I will say one of the things that I uh, really that really helped me. The week before my MCAT, I did a lot of because I had flashcards, mm-hmm. so. Um, I had the flashcards, the things that, okay, so we'll tell you about analysis and things like that, but I documented my analysis, and I had a sheet of, literally, it was titled, Things You Don't Want to Mess Up On. Oh my god! And it was just stuff would. I kept, right, it yeah. was stuff I kept getting wrong, like, I'd look at my analysis reasons, and I'd be like, gosh, like, I keep getting this wrong. So, like, a month before, I made a flashcard of every, like, thing that was on my do not mess up list. And so, that whole week, I just went over it, and, like, anytime it was an equation, like, I just, like went over it went over went over it and I just like keep going over those equations because yeah. like once you know your equations really well you'd be amazed at how much you can like reason through things mm-hmm. and like just be like and sometimes it can be as easy as looking at units yeah honestly. yeah units or even just understanding the equation like like yeah like, like how it's yeah up. like the inverse like it'll be like oh so this is that so you know if you if you know one of them's inverse of the other yeah that you need so yeah, yeah it's perfect so yeah, just keep, like, rote memorization for that is honestly some of the best ways you can get through it. As far as chemistry goes, I feel like I really knew chemistry really well. I had a great chem teacher um, in my post back program, and every time we had a quiz, I'd make flashcards. Oh, that's good. And so I had kind of like a short study, which is something you could do if for our listeners who aren't taking the MCAT. Um, have So if you remember, we said, like, have three methods of um, studying materials, you know, so you have, like, your big your detail and then you have like your intermediate and then you have your like quick you know memorization yeah this is when that stuff comes into play so like if you had chemistry and let's say every exam you did just like an index card with all the information on that exam 
that can be used on the MCAT. You yeah. see what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's material that you already have, you already learned, and it may be a while since you've like used it, but at least that's something that you'll have to reference, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's what I did. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my strategies. And yeah. there's there's equations in chemistry too. Yeah, there are. So there just are. make sure you have those down as well. And then there's organic chemistry on the that section too. And I think for organic chemistry, I felt like. Did you feel like this? Like it got to some point where it kind of, if you basically knew like the oxidizing, reducing Absolutely. agents and stuff like that, that's like a lot of organic chemistry. Like mm-hmm. on the MCAT, they're not going to ask you to like write out a whole balance well, equation. Yeah, and all yeah, of yeah. that. You'll have to know that stuff. A reaction. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like they'll they'll probably if they give you a full reaction, they will definitely ask you like which one's being oxidized, oxidized reduced, yeah. or like if you oxidize. I would know your oxidizing agent so that like mm-hmm. if they ask you like, oh, you have this molecule, what's it gonna be if you use this? Mm-hmm. Like, how will it be reduced or oxidized? So, I would know that stuff. Oh, also know your reactions and know yeah. the results because they they may not ask you. Um, to draw out a reaction, but they can definitely ask you, okay, if I put these two together, what is this reaction? And to called? me, that's like give, like easy points. Absolutely. If you know like, oh, this is going to add an alcohol group or this one's going to add, yeah. you know, it's going to move this amine group to another part of the molecule. Absolutely. Yeah, that's like nothing. I was like, that's easy points. And it's a picture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's time saver. Mm-hmm. Like Most definitely. And that's a lot. Like the organic sec. it's funny how they squeeze these things in. Cause mm-hmm. like when you look at it on paper, and they have like 25% organic, 25% physics. And you're like, oh God, like that's, that's kind of big considering like yeah. that's 50% of the exam. But like when you think about it and like, okay, there may not be a whole organic passage, but there's going to be like a chemistry passage and they put like a little bit of like this question here or discretes. A lot of the discretes are physics questions because it's like, they're not as conversational. Yeah. So it's like that's where you get a lot of like your easy points knowing quick equation access and knowing like your reactions and things like that it just helps for sure and I was like one strategy that I used for every section and I, I would only recommend doing this if you like if you have time like if you're someone who's crunched on time do not do this so basically what I would do I don't know if you heard people doing this but I did this um basically before I started any of my passages and sections I would go through each of the passages and like number them so during that 10 minutes for each section I would have like my chem section and then I would number it like one through there's nine passages right Mm -hmm. nine or ten I'd number it one through nine and then I'd either put like one check for easy two that for medium and then three for hard and then I would do all my easy ones first all my medium ones and then all my hard ones oh girl I did that and I would I would give me anxiety (laughs) I did it because it honestly when I started doing that it helped me so much better because I feel like for me you could like triage yeah like I would triage my passages because for me whenever I would do like a easy and then I'd go to hard then I'd go to like a another easy I would like lose my motivation like Mm -hmm. after hard I'd be like dang that was so hard yeah Yeah, or you just take up time Mm -hmm. on the hard passages and that's what they're for if you have like three hard passages at the beginning that's like time yeah yeah so I did that and it helped me a lot for chem fizz just because I would knock out all the gen chem passages because I knew I I was comfortable with that material and then I'd save all the physics ones for the end because to me if I could get all the points for all the easy and medium passages I'd be fine Mm -hmm. yeah I was so so shocked I so chem fizz actually turned out being my best subject 
I'm still confused as to why I had 92 percentile. And That's awesome. I just, I just don't know how. Because I, I did leave my chem phys section feeling really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, yes, girl, that was your jam. <laughs> that exam didn't know it hit it. Like, I, it, was a, it was a fight, and I won. And Aww. then it came back heavy and oh. hard. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I really feel like chem phys was, like, my strongest at that moment. Like, I, I've never been that good at Kempis, but uh-huh. also, like, months leading up to it, I told all of my friends, like, I'm so worried about Kempis, like, that's that's the worst part for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I hit it a lot harder. I, I would do, like, four Kempis passages every day, just because I was sick of not, I'm a very competitive person, <laughs> so I take it as, like, I take it personally when I'm not good at something like academic so yeah. like I hit it so hard because I was like number one I'm never taking this exam again <laughs> number two like this can't be the thing that kills me you know yeah. what I mean like it's chem phys like I know I get it it's just like putting it in a time limit and that's a really good way to weed people out like yeah girl you're better than me because I was like literally my <laughs> mindset for that section was like get through this you'll do fine on bio and yeah. psych and I did both but sections see, for me chem phys is like the only thing that you can kind of gauge that you like those are the only absolutes for me oh see mine was bio and psych really yeah bio and psych I was like I know my stuff like, okay that's I, good. like by the like after lunch like I was just so relaxed like mm-hmm. I went to the bio section and I was like <laughs> Kim, I'm like crying like oh my god you're so bad. I, I am I hate that I literally I don't know I second guess myself and so for like, bio and mm-hmm, psych yeah, for okay. bio and psych yeah especially psych because it's like a bunch of names and I'm like I think I know that <laughs> I don't I'm not guaranteed like I'm not certain but but yeah Kim is the only thing I'd you know look at something I'd be like that's it Oh, see, that's crazy to me because that's how I felt about bio and psych. Oh, not campus. Well, they're all in the past now. <laughs> that's <laughs> very <not>. true. <laughs> but um, I like your attitude for campus. I wish I had it. <laughs> somebody has it. No, somebody. But, <laughs> yeah, so that was our strategy for campus. Um, always look at what the question's asking. Um, Read the passage in full. And, like, if you want one strategy I've seen, like, as you're reading the passages, if you want to make notes as you're going along mm-hmm. on the extra sheet that they gave you. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that, Yeah, did no, you? I didn't do that. It wasn't anything for me to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that strategy, and I just felt like I was getting so bogged down. And I think Kaplan out. really pushed that Yeah, with their strategies. When yeah. they, they were like, when you read a passage, you know, take notes. And I'm like, mm, yeah. just read for understanding. <laughs> really, though, that's yeah. like one of the biggest things. Just read so that you understand what the passage is talking that's about. That's true. But, ooh, they always give you a reaction at the end, girl. They always, and I say girl, but not to mean <laughs> specifically girl, but they always, like, throw in this reaction, and they'll be like, they put this and this, and then they put it in a distill, and da 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 And it's like, that's the part that throws you off because it's so, unend- like, it's an open-ended kind yeah. of ending. And it's just like, okay, so where are you going to go from here? And, of course, they ask questions. They're going to ask you, like, so what would their reaction yield? Or what did they make? Or what was the purpose of this? So that's why, like, oftentimes when you're doing your studies, take a break and, like, read a scientific journal. Yeah. Or do something like that. Because it really does... Reading a scientific journal and, like, you can go to Google Scholar and literally, that's like, That's a very good point. Because yeah. I, I, um, one of my teachers, my postback, told us, like, Every morning, like, or right before you go to bed, literally just pick an uh, article, article yeah. and read it just because 
you get familiar with a lot of the jargon that they use from reading. And that's where they get their MCAT. Yeah, that's where they get the MCAT passages Mm -hmm. is from scientific journals and stuff. Mm -hmm. If you and a friend are, like, studying together, I'd definitely say for both of you to, like, kind of dissect a journal together. Ooh. We did it. Well, what helped me a lot was I was president of the journal club. Oh, my God. You would. <laughs> in my post-bag program, I was co-president. <laughs> and uh, we did a lot. We It helped a lot. We met, like, weekly. That's, yeah. And we just dissected a scientific article. Yeah, And that's it was good. really, really helpful to hear other people's perspectives because they highlight things that you might not have otherwise realized. Yeah. It helped a lot on reading graphs, too, because I was really bad at reading graphs. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, yeah, I guess we probably should hit on that. We should talk about graphs. Graphs, Y'all, yeah. We are just getting all the gems. So, for graphs, make sure you look at your axes. Axes? Axes? Oh, yes. Ax- when you first, axes? A-X-I-S. Look at them, whatever yeah. they are. <laughs> look at them, look at what they're, um, they're reading. Measuring. Measuring, Yeah. <laughs> We know words, yeah. <laughs> we do. And I would analyze the graph because they will for sure ask you a question on that because mm-hmm. science is analyzing data. See, I feel like I had more graphs in bio, biochem than anything else. Oh, I don't remember. But yeah, there was graphs. <laughs> but definitely, yeah. Look yeah. At, look at what they're measuring. Um, know what, oh, I'm just kidding because physics definitely has graphs. They always have a graph. Um, know what graphs mean in physics. Because it usually is an equation. Yeah. I mean, that's true. velocity over time, that's yep. that's obviously, you know, acceleration. So they can easily put that in a graph and ask you, what is this graph measuring? Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, definitely always look at that. Um, they love to talk about fluids, too. I feel like they always, like, mix uh physics with bio you know yeah what I mean? they There's do always like a like the cardiovascular s- system mm-hmm. can be mixed with like fluids absolutely and, yeah so definitely the look at that um don't overlook stuff like that i, I just realized just notice it like they you they might put a graph in there and not even ask you a question don't like spend five minutes like trying mm-hmm. to figure it out if you don't understand it just like notice it's there and like mm-hmm. it's and a tool look for use. difference like as soon as you see a graph look for something that stands out yeah period like know your um if it's statistical um what is it is it significant significant Mm p-values and all that yep 0.05 that's all you care about (laughs) if it's not look if it's not significant does not matter you cannot make a statement about it i don't know what they try to tell you don't do it because you will see a question that says did this happen yes or no and you'll look at it and the graph says it is but you will not see a p-value and don't be fooled do not be fooled just say it's no because you can't make a statement <laughs> that's if it's true. not significant. That saved me so much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so that's another thing. Go back and review some statistics. Like, mm-hmm. that That will help you a lot. Because mm-hmm. the first time I took it, I didn't really... Because did we take statistics together? No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. I took statistics, I think, my first semester at, there at undergrad. Okay, I took it. We were trying to be confidential at one point, but I don't think that... People know where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... I hadn't taken physics uh, statistics in a minute, so yeah, I would review that just because mm-hmm. the first time I took it, I really didn't know under don't didn't remember like p values yeah. and all that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yikes. Um, <laughs> so then, any more on strategies? Um, specifically for chemphys, no. Do you I mean, do you have a bio biochem strategy? We could just segue into that. No, not really. <laughs> you. Good at it. Um, so no, I wouldn't say good. I don't want to say all that, <laughs> but I just felt like for me, bio, I could just 
like when I read the passages, they just like clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, okay. And I think one thing as you're reading the passages, like question them. I feel like for me, that helped me like stay involved with the passages. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, why did they do that? Mm-hmm. And most of the time they'll probably talk about why they did whatever they did in the first mm-hmm. passage and the second one. And you're like, oh, okay. So that, cause I think the biggest thing is saying engaged in the passages cause they're boring. Oh yeah. They're so and boring. That's, that's also what helps you reading journals. Like if you keep reading scientific journals, that'll keep you kind of engaged and you'll know yeah. kind of, cuz the way like the MCAT writes their questions they just take chunks yeah from journals and so like they'll leave the parts out and then ask you about it so that's kind of like the game that they're playing it's like if you know the so let's say you read like full articles weekly you at least know where the chunks should be yes. and so you're like okay well you know why wouldn't they include this well they're going to ask you about it and that's <laughs> that's where the doctors are made so <laughs> Yeah, um, for bio, biochem, know your amino acids. That's oh, like the yes, and way to get make points. sure for amino acids, you know the one letter word, you know mm-hmm. the three letter abbreviation, you know what it looks like. It's what, activity. Yeah. For me, I would call it, like, my warm-up before I started studying, and I would literally, like, write out every all the amino acids, what they looked like, their three-letter abbreviation, their, like... If they one, were yeah, polar, polar. Mm-hmm. And I would do that to, like, start my studying Charge every time. Chart, yeah, all yeah. of that. Yeah, for my group, we did, like, we'd basically just go over our Quizlet. Right. And, like, they'd, um... They'd have somebody just, like, pull it up on the screen, and then we'd write down. We did a test. <laughs> and so we'd, like, go over it, and we'd just write every one, and then... Because that is... E- when I tell you that's the easiest points you can get on the MCAT, you're playing yourself if you don't know those. Yeah, like, it's literally... you'll They'll ask you what... Okay, so it, it won't be, like, straight up, you know, what amino acid is this? It might be in a discrete. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they might be. Um, but they could easily like have an enzyme. You know what I mean? This is I saw this oh, one on yeah, every single one where they're yeah. like, if I change this amino acid to this, what does that change about the enzyme? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. Or they'll say something like, oh, this positive and negative like attract, and they'll give you like, oh, this is a positive amino acid. So then you'll know it's the negative amino acid. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just stuff like that. I also saw a lot where they'd say. Um, you're trying to make, oh, God, oh, what is the name? <laughs> it's an enzyme that you you change it. It's a silent mutation. Oh, okay. And so okay. The, you basically change one thing about it, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, and then it stays, it stays the, the, the same. same. Yeah. Right. So they're like, which one of these would cause a silent mutation? It's always like the amino acid that That's, would be the same. Yeah. But you know what I mean? So stuff like that. And it's like the way they ask their questions are actually pretty impressive but mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just like knowing that like having that in mind and that's what kind of takes the time it's like that's what you're trying to be the fact that they're gonna have something that they're asking multiple steps of thinking right yeah. so you have to know number one that they're looking for a positive amino acid yeah you have to then identify the positive amino acid and then select you know find the difference in the answer yeah and then like the answer choice might be the one letter abbreviation or the three letter abbreviation so you mm-hmm. have to know those too exactly yeah. so in a question like these questions are packed with information so what you want to do is just minimize the amount of time it takes you to find what they're looking yeah for. and you want your brain to make those connections mm-hmm. super fast 
fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we got you. We hey, look, <laughs> we are taking this MCAT with you. Okay, we doing this together. So. It's like, if you want to email us, we can send you motivational look, quotes. Email, we can pray together. Look, <laughs> look, you try to walk in and you want to be on the phone, we go talk about it. Look, <laughs> we are walking in with you. But also, yes, email us if you need uh, added study tips. And UWorld really helped me with um, learning stuff as well. I feel like content is like, you don't want to be learning as you study. Like, there's going to be stuff you don't know, but you don't want to be literally studying for content. Yeah, no, no. I think the only time you should study for content is, like, after you take that full length and you review it and you're like, oh, I missed this because of content. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, go back and review that content. But, yeah, do not study for content. No, yeah. It's stressful. Um, what else in <clears throat> bio, bio, okay. I remember a lot of amino acid stuff. Um... What is something that I... Oh, God. Oh, glycolysis. Oh, um, yeah. Metabolism. Yeah. That was something I really didn't study, and I remembered every full length that I'd take. I was like, dang, I don't know I got glycolysis that well. I didn't <laughs> go over it. And never did it. Like, Oh, my never. gosh. I think that's I, funny. I think the week before, I, I was like, okay, you know, glycolysis, figure it out. And it wasn't even glycolysis necessarily. I keep saying that one. But it was... um. It was like lipids and and the productions of fat. Oh, I that was that I didn't go over, but glycolysis and all that I did. And one thing when you study glycolysis, one thing that one of my teachers did was he walked us through the whole cycle, but without like memorizing the enzymes, he was just like, okay, you start with this, and then you go from he did it because I know you go from like a six carbon sugar to like a three one, four, three, and then you go to no, I'm thinking of TCA. Yeah, but that's how he walked us through them. Like the pyruvate goes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he walked us through it like that. So I just remember, I just remembered like 633. And Mm -hmm. so then I knew like what the molecule would look like Mm -hmm. if I got asked. Mm -hmm. If that made sense. Instead of like memorizing like the process, Mm -hmm. I just knew like how many carbons I'd have. So I could like eliminate answer choices. That's good. I, um, another thing that helps you with biochem also is, um, knowing your enzymes. Oh, yeah. Or the type of enzyme. Yeah, like I oxidase, use, reductase, and all those. Mm-hmm. If I use a ligase, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, ha! now my jam, the one that I was looking for, the DNA replication. Oh, yeah. I was ready. <laughs> I was like, when do we get to build DNA? What is RNA? I'm ready. Ask me anything. <laughs> and know the dif- difference between replication and transcription. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people confuse the two in there. And translation. And translation. Mm-hmm. Know the differences. Yeah. If you, um, if you have a really good, like, understanding of uh the dna rna kind of process yeah. that'll really help you um what else did we talk about viruses yeah that was something i was really good at immune system i was really ready for um, and no just do like a because in med school like you'll learn more about the systems in detail but no things about the systems like oh yeah yeah digestive like, system yeah. respiratory respiratory shows up in physics physics too. yeah that's physics yeah and they they have no shame in putting some physics and biochem bio that, no there is no blockage there <laughs> they're like yeah. oh you thought it was over just kidding yeah and they they do that on purpose so that you know like for because i think a lot of times when you take your undergrad classes you're like oh this chemistry so stupid like mm-hmm. it's i'm not gonna know have to know it in medicine but it comes back like mm-hmm. the whole respiration system is physics mm-hmm. the whole like cardiovascular system is physics too oh i mean physics can physics can really be applied to anything mm-hmm. because it's annoying <laughs> period it's everywhere 
So, um, there's that. But definitely, I mean, BioBioChem, I knew all of my amino acids. Like, that was one of my, I guess, strategies. Um, and then, you know, knowing the parts of a, a um, experiment. So, you yeah. have your hypothesis. You yeah. have your variables. You know, if, if they say, like, what they had, that's your variable. Yeah. Um, and that's very important, the psych section. Mm-hmm. Knowing the... Um, what is it like the independent variable oh yeah oh. yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's very important because mm-hmm. they could ask you like oh why didn't this um study work out and it's because like their independent variables weren't good but if you didn't realize that on the passage you're not gonna get it right see that's what i hated about psychos because it was so ambiguous to me when they when oh. had like validity and like reliability and i'm yeah. like well, you know if that's wrong <laughs> reliable i mean i think it's reliable but one of them was very like cut and dry like it was like if it's uh, repeatable i think that's reliable. yeah so if you know like what it takes to make a study you'll you'll be able to get those questions mm-hmm. too because that's in all of the sections i feel yeah, like yeah yeah they can definitely ask that um yeah oh kind of miss those days oh uh, <laughs> you'll have plenty of that when we study for step yeah so um balance off of the mcat topic we're going to talk about balance so how did you balance let's see what did you have going on when you were like studying for the mcat the first time i was running track studying for the mcat school and i was working and I was involved in, like, organizations and stuff. And what'd you say? <laughs> APO. <laughs> <laughs> we were both semi-involved. we show up, <laughs> sign each other. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't even think I just said that clearly. Sign in each other. But anyway. Um, uh, would you say you balanced okay during that process? Um, I'm here, so... <laughs> Yep, same. <laughs> so, yeah, when I took it the first time, I was working, I think, one job at the time. Yeah, I was serving. I was in school. And that was pretty much it. Um, but I definitely didn't balance. Like I said, I only took one practice or two practice exams after yeah. our program, which yeah. was not enough at all. It was not. I don't know why in my head I thought. Because you I don't could know. Just, yeah, and I, I don't think. I think when you see, like, because even my mom does this, like, if you tell, like, I'd take a practice test and I'd be like, oh, I got this score. And she'd be like, oh, you're only, like, four points off. But mm-hmm. in MCAT terms, like, four points, that's, like, 50 questions. It can be the difference between you getting in and not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not one question or four questions. It's, like, multiple. Yeah. So, um, I forgot where I was going with this. I mean, just know what you're getting into yeah <laughs> don't uh don't let your standard be set by other people yeah with this process because i mean especially people who don't know period so yeah yeah so it's important to have that balance because the like i know a lot of times like i have friends who don't understand um and they think oh like you can just study for an hour or two and it'll be fine like no i need multiple times yeah and a lot of times what i figured was when i'd set aside time the second time i took it let's say i'd be like okay i'm gonna study for four hours you know to have dinner and then like take a break and then get back to studying that four hours was never enough like i'd sit down let's say for analysis you know and I'd be like, okay, you know, four hours. But then you get into, like, figuring out why you got something wrong. Mm. You get into digging in the content and, like, okay, I'm going to refresh this. I'm going to go over this. Like, that can easily push up your time. But before you know it, it's, like, 8 o'clock and you're like, well, I guess 
dinner is a late dinner. <laughs> I guess Wendy's it is. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like that time schedule, like you have to, if you're, because like I think the reason we had to put, like go to a post-rec program. And I, was, I'm really grateful we did that because I think, I know like there'd be times I'm like, dang, I miss my friends. I miss Kia. I wish I could go out with her this weekend Aww. and all this <laughs> stuff. But like I needed that like yeah. segregation. <laughs> yeah. You literally, because it's like, you you have no idea how to study in that way, like mm-hmm. that kind of discipline. So it's like, how are you supposed to? There's no other time for you to just block off. You know, you can't stop working. Yeah, your family would be like, "Girl, what are you doing?" I know. You know what I mean? Are like, you gonna pay this electricity bill? Because exactly, <laughs> you're just gonna stop working and study. That's that's kind of unrealistic. So it's like to let some program do it for you. Not mind you, we had to pull out loans for it, which sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's just like that's kind of the discipline that we needed. So like. That definitely saved me. But yeah, if you're if you're working, if you're doing something, you know, if you're in school, you have a family, dedicate like a large chunk of your day to the MCAT. And mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy, which might be, you know, something maybe you have to start studying earlier. Because I think like even if you want to say, Okay, I know I wanna study okay, some quick math. I studied twenty hours a week, um, for let's say five months. So Which is like a part time job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, 20 hours a week for five months, there's four weeks. So I was studying 80 hours a month. Help. So 80 times five. I told five, you I wasn't good at math. Eight times four is 40. So 400. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm looking at Flo. She's like, okay, girl. Um, and actually I think I only, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 40 hours. And now mind you, this 400 hours of MCAT study. This is my group study, right? So I was still studying independently along with this 400 hours. But yeah. let's say, you know, on on at, at a minimum, you want to do 400 hours of study. Figure that out in the amount of time that you're trying to study. Yeah. So if you can accomplish that in two months, don't, you know, you know yeah. give yourself more time. Dep- look at what you're, you have on your, on your plate and um, organize it from there. You know, if you want to, it's not ridiculous to say, okay, I need to put in a thousand hours of study for the MCAT. Okay, so figure out how long you'll have to do that. I think six months is about the longest you want to study. I think anything longer than that is just too, it's too like spread out. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is saying like, you've already really learned this information. You're just kind of going over it again. Yeah, and just doing the strategies. Like, at the six month mark, that shouldn't be like learning content. That should just be strategies. And oh, like, you think so? I think so. Because I think I think you should be taking like, like practice tests and like qu- doing questions and stuff, not like so content. For our for our group, like we did content for like we studied for five months. I'd say three of those months were like content. A little bit. Well, okay. probably two to three months. Yeah, was like content, and then after that, it was like practice tests analysis like making your flashcards things like okay. that but and I, I I say it was content but it wasn't necessarily content because we'd already learned it in our mm-hmm. post program yeah you, you see what I mean so it yeah. was kind of like refresh I guess like yeah. content refreshing yeah not like actually like learning learning, learning. yeah that yeah. should be before yeah most yeah. definitely and so if you know if you just have an idea of like how long you want to study and it's not like honestly aim high because at the at the worst, like you know, you fall short, but you still accomplish. No, a lot. and aim high because you just you can plan out your schedule. Life happens; like mm-hmm. something can happen, and you can't study for a month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like life yeah. is just so unpredictable. So yeah, aim high and just do the most when you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like most definitely, because it would be times where I'm like, oh, 
Okay, one of the biggest lies that I told myself was, I'll go back to that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you're like, you'd be hella tired. You're like, I'll just spit it in next week. Exactly. Yeah. And then you look up and it's the MCAT and you're sitting here looking at a, a TSA, TCA cycle that you never <laughs> learned about. And you're like, Jesus, why? Why didn't I do this? Mm-hmm. And they're asking you about my cells, which actually happened to me. So I had no idea what it was. But um, yeah, so yeah, that that is really true. Yeah. yeah. So if you're if you have to balance just... Plan it ahead, you know, plan it early and stick to your schedule. Be diligent. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best things about being in a post program is you have to stick to a time schedule. Yeah. Because as lo- along with, you know, studying for the MCAT, you're doing classes. Yeah. And there, those, there will be times when you're just like, you get burnt out and you need a day where you just like, you step away from your schedule. So, mm-hmm. just... you know, a lot of people, oh, we can talk about MCAT burnout. We could definitely talk about burnout. I had that. You did? <laughs> yeah. How much time do we have? Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I I thought it was a myth. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'm not worried about burnout. All my friends were like, you're taking a lot of practice tests, like really close to your exam. Because I was taking like two a week. Oh. Yeah. So Yo, about- she crazy. <laughs> I was dying taking one a week and reviewing. Yeah. So by the time I got, I want to say like, two weeks from my exam maybe three weeks i was taking two a week and so i had to it was so funny i was You're sneaking crazy. them raise well girl I, I, I told myself i was never taking this exam again and i the aamc and amcast knew what i meant oh <laughs> my god i showed up they said oh hey girl i said uh-uh we, <laughs> we are not friends this is the last time <laughs> are you guys friends now after i mean we cordial <laughs> i go to the site and thing <laughs> but no, yeah. So I was taking them two a week and I was sneaking them because I knew my friends would be like, girl, you're going to get burnt out. And so like, they'd be like, what do you, the only other person who knew, shout out to Raquel, um, was, uh, she was doing it too. And she was like, I'm not taking this exam again. So we'd literally go to the lab and go to the, crazy. we'd go to the computer lab and we would just be like, okay, let's, uh, let's do this. You know? And it was like, at that point I was just like, I'd rather be tired now than, <laughs> try to study again uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was like I'm never taking this exam again but I didn't get burnt out I feel like by the time I took my exam you know I was pretty confident with my practice exams I was pretty pretty sure that I was ready you yeah. know what I mean like people would ask me you know how do you feel and I'd be like I'm just ready to take this exam like I'm like that was literally my mindset I was just like I'm ready like oh I don't know how <laughs> she did that a lot of pre-workout <laughs> I was like, my MCAT burnout, I know, it got to some point where I was like, I was just, all the questions, I was just answering them wrong, I couldn't think about them, really? I couldn't conceptualize them, yeah, I like did so bad on practice tests, and I freaked out, so Uh-oh. I was like, okay, I just need to take like a couple days, and like right. for me, I took a couple days, I didn't do, look at anything, oh, like good. I just relaxed, and I picked myself back up, because... <laughs> It gets, I don't know, I just had, like, a point where I just, like, freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, this test was, like, a month away. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel ready. Oh, yeah. Like, the month before, yeah. I was very scared. Because yeah. at that point, I hadn't hit my, like, I wasn't making over a 500. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And I think I didn't hit, I hit over a 500, like, three weeks before my exam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, okay, at least I'm doing something. Yeah, okay. But like the month before, I was like, Jesus, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't sit here and look at my mom. (laughs) Yeah, it was scary. But burnout, yeah, I guess burnout can be a thing. I just, don't be afraid of it. Don't, 
don't make it an excuse because I feel like a lot of people were like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like they were like, I don't want to get burnt out. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. they were looking at it as it was in the future, but it's like, if that's your mindset, you know what I mean? You, you can, it will happen. Yeah, yeah. And you can almost like deter, like keep yourself from at least pushing yourself. Yeah. It's like a way for you to be like, Oh, I want to be careful. That's like saying, I don't want to play sports cause I want to break an arm. Yeah. And I think for me, I think it's important. Like if you're doing this journey alone, I know we keep saying this, but find someone who's going through it with you. Just yeah. cause like in my program, like I had one friend, shout out to Kelsey. Oh, we like, we, we I know <laughs> just cause like we would both, I'd be like, Kelsey, like, are you feeling this? And she'd be like, yeah. And then it, would, it just made it so much better that I wasn't going through this alone. Like Absolutely. someone else felt like exactly the way I did. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. I can, oh, I could tell my MCAT story about registration. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Well, because we're going to, okay, how much time? Okay, so, no, to be continued, we're going to save it. Okay, we're going to save it. On our next MCAT episode, we have so many things that we talked about, so I think we should talk about, um... Oh, oh, a break. So how to use our breaks, right? Like oh, what, yeah, you, yeah. what you plan for and what you packed, your lunch. Yeah. Things like so... that. Oh, not yet. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about that on a future one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we pack, so what you pack um, and breaks, and then we'll talk about MCAT horror stories okay. where Flo and I will dish out all of our terrible experiences. Yeah. With <laughs> and then, um, what was another one that I was thinking? I think those are two good ones to start with. Yeah. We got to write them down. <laughs> Oh, well, I figured this was a good way to document it. Okay. Because <laughs> then they'll hold us accountable. <laughs> so, um, yeah, real quick, I'm going to talk about our... Well, did you have anything else to add? Because I think we have time. Yeah, we have time. So, did you have anything else? Balance is important. Support systems. I'm that's, so big yeah. on support systems. Like, oh, yeah. tell me, like, that's what keeps me going. Yeah. So, and that's what helps you balance. You know, if you have mm-hmm. friends that know what you're going through too, they'll be like, uh-uh, we don't got time for this. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. They'll be like, <laughs> we don't have time to, uh, you know. Because y'all, Kia be told me this crazy idea last week, and I was like, girl, we're oh, not doing this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay, guys, in future episodes when Kia's like, yeah, Flo's right, well, we'll You know see. what? I'll hold you to that. Okay. I'll hold you to okay. it. Okay. If, you, if you're right, I'll, I'll give you that credit. I am not too proud. Too proud? Of, no, that's not even that. No. Here. I'm not too prideful to admit when my friend's right. Okay. Guys. Flo's usually right. But, yeah. but you know, <laughs> money. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely with supports, though. I feel like support... Like I said, they'll tell you, like, we don't have time to balance all of this in work and school and, and trying to focus you and telling you, okay, this is what you need to prioritize. This is what you need to do. Trust people's word. Like, hear them out and understand, like, the people who care about you will only say the things out of out of them caring. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and somebody who's trying to funnel your time. And side note, if you have a partner who is not... Uh, excuse my language, with the shits, just uh, <laughs> let them go, because we don't have time. We do not have time. <laughs> don't have time. And I, I was very, you know, true to myself. MCAT season, I just could not deal with drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't deal with added stress. So if you have a partner who you can't trust, or someone who doesn't trust you, or someone who can't go hours without talking to you, it's been real. I've had fun. <laughs> Talk to me I in a few months because right now I can't. You're not paying me and you aren't you aren't benefiting my studies. So what are we doing? Like Right. Yeah. Come. I already told Key. I was like, if I find someone before um we start, 
And I'm telling them, we're signing something, you're staying with me till after step one. <laughs> because. <laughs> okay, now that's a little much. I, I'm not going through a breakup during. Yeah, but that's real. It, you know yeah. what I mean? Do not. You're. <laughs> I'm just saying. Which might sound crazy, but breakups during the MCAT, I had like. I did. I had a time where, I mean, I wasn't in a relationship, but you know, drama in a situation. <laughs> so literally like, I was just like stressed and that was my worst MCAT. Like girl, see, I took the MCAT. I think I got like a 493 and it, oh, it was like, girl, it was like April. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had been studying. I had been doing well. And I was just like, this isn't it. This is not it. Like I can't do this. So then it got to the point where it was like, I need to focus on me. Like, whatever is happening is gonna happen if a person you should never have to convince somebody to be in your life Ooh, i'm not ever in your word. life i mean really you don't have to convince anybody that you're worth their their time yeah so to speak you're not earning somebody so it's like if that's what they expect from you no be selfish be selfish the whole year and i'm not even talking about romantic relationships if you have a oh, friendship yeah. who's taking too much of your time if you have a friend who's toxic or their drama is seeping into your life yeah let that go right yep. now if and you have family members who don't understand absolutely. let it go yeah. it's not worth it if your uncle voted for trump you know girl <laughs> <laughs> maybe if, maybe you need to talk to them during your studies of the mcat and he want to tell you tell you why you know you should vote for trump in 20 no we got time <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah no honestly um with that yeah be selfish that's the biggest I like thing that. i was selfish all of mcat season that's what i called it and um yeah i was just like it's, i'm selfish it's mcat season now yeah and when we say selfish don't like i'm listening because i'm saying oh, yeah, i'm saying girl be selfish okay <laughs> If you, look, if your friends are like, oh my goodness, come out for so-and-so's birthday, you know, she ain't seen you in, no. (laughs) I'm not going. What time are we going to be out? No. (laughs) You know what I mean? Delegate time to be places where you feel it necessary. But if you feel like something's going to put your studies in jeopardy, say no. That's true. That's a word. Yeah, yeah. Just, Just say no. Now, when it comes to going out when you want to. That's when you got to be disciplined. Because <laughs> it's hard. You'll be like, man, I ain't been out in weeks. Oh, my goodness. Let me just slide out for a quick. And treat yourself, you know? Don't be dumb. Don't just barricade yourself. And Yeah, yeah. Like, else. actually, like, because you plan off days in your schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if the off day is on a Friday night, you know. If you have a partner that act right, you know, go on a date. Be cute. <laughs> <laughs> if you can find somebody worth it. Then yeah. All means. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Email us about it, you know. <laughs> Email us about it. I'd love to hear. Exactly. Oh, yeah, because Valentine's Day is coming up. And we do um, we do plan on doing a relationships kind of episode during this, during this process. Okay. Neither of us are in relationships, but... Situationships. <laughs> oh, throw those away. We left those in 2018. You're right. That's, a, that's true. Yeah. Nobody, ta- nobody has time to figure out what's going on. <laughs> Especially during MCAT. Look, and one girl, look. He is very passionate about this. Look, because this is your career, and nobody's going to care. It's your life. Yeah, nobody's going to care more about it than you. Like, the person you're with, they might seem supportive. They might seem like they care, and they might actually care. But at the end of the day, you should care more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be the one motivating you to take to study for the MCAT. They shouldn't yeah. be the one. And shout out to the partners who are talking about some like you have a practice exam tomorrow. You know you need to be in bed. You know they should they should feel some type of passion about your career just yeah. as much. But it, you, they shouldn't be the sole reason you're doing this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, you have to motivate yourself. Nobody else is going to go out and get that MD for you. No, ma'am. And a white cone only fits one. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was a rant. Um, so, we have our hidden Jemison this week. And it is the SMART program at Baylor University. And SMART actually stands for something. I thought this was really Let's Go cute. Bears, right? Baylor's Baylor Bears. Okay. I knew they weren't looking at me, so I, <laughs> I didn't get too involved. <laughs> um, so SMART stands for the summer... Where is it? It's the medical... Okay. It's like y'all can Google SMART. Yeah, it's literally, yeah, it's the medical um, research program, basically. It's nine weeks. It's paid. Um, and... Excuse me. Um, yeah, it's basically through Baylor. It gives you great, um, like, exposure to the medical school at Baylor. You know, it's a great school, so let's start with that. Um, but also, you know how Texas is. They don't care about anybody else. So, um, if you are a student that's not from te- from Texas, at least this would give you some type of one-up. Yeah, right. you can get in. Foot in the door. Right, and you could get some type of exposure to the um, admissions committee. And sometimes it's kind of hard when you go to another campus and you don't know anybody. So if you're trying to make those connections, get out there. You know, go take a day. If you're there for nine weeks, take a day to go to the medical school, go to the dean's office, you know, cr- Put yourself out there. Shake hands, you know, network. Go to the diversity office if you are a minority. Or if you're not, go to the diversity (laughs) office because they might have something for you. Um, Like you could see if you could shadow people around if you guys have time. I don't know about the program, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a really good program. um, And it gives you a broad range of just like um, biomedically related research, basically. So uh, I'm not sure if that. They also include like professional development seminars designed for undergraduates. Um, They give you research. I'm not sure if it's your research. Um, Provide frontier frontier level biomedical summer research projects for undergraduates in a supportive environment with supplemental educational activities. So yeah, um, it sounds just like an all around like kind of opportunity for students. So uh, it's really good. And it sounds like they target undergraduate students. They might not be like specific to undergraduate students so if you're like a newly graduate student they also offer um free smart gre prep workshops so if you're considering research this might be something um something to do if you took your mcat already and you're like waiting um to go to medical school or maybe you haven't got accepted and you're starting your gap year this might be a good way to um kind of go into it so it starts may 28th and it goes until july 29th 26th but yeah, it's paid, so get that money. Yeah, and if you're someone who's like not sure if you want to do research or go into the medical field, that's like a good segue to figure that figure it out. Or if you want to do MD PhD, mm-hmm, another mm-hmm. way to figure it out too. That would be a really good way too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, is that is that an hour? Yeah, we, basically. We got about three minutes. Yeah. How are you today? I'm doing good. That's good. How are How are y'all? <laughs> I'm glad you're doing well. <laughs> Shout out to the people who just answered. <laughs> but okay. Um, that's all we got. Happy Black History Month. Woo! It's lit all the time. And of course we celebrate blackness all year round. But this is when we talk to our ancestors and educate the masses and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Have a great, insightful week. Yeah, be intentional. Be good. That's my word for the is month. Is that the month? Yeah. Be intentional. <laughs> be intentional. So, yeah. I'm working on doing things with only intention. That's why I'm not watching the Super Bowl right now. 
because who's it benefiting? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> so, uh, y'all have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week. And keep listening for more giveaways because we're ready to give anything away. So, yeah, that's it. Bye.